podcast where we discuss different topics and decide which side of the fence we'd rather be on. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Jackie. We're your host and we are so glad you could join us for this very special video episode. And if you're a Patreon member, you've already seen this. You got early access and bonus content. Bonus exclusive. And if you want to join at our Blades level, you'll get a shout out along with our friends, Hex, Chrissy, Vin, Teach a Dummy podcast and Jonathan. We love you guys so much. And we also love our business sponsor. So please stay tuned till the end of this episode for a commercial from Nathan Collins. And you can hit up our show notes for links to join our Patreon and uh, get yourself a new car. Ooh, you should. So special episode. We told you guys, if you've been listening, that season five, we have some fun stuff coming up. This is one of those fun things. Sure is. You guys ready? I am. Let's do it. Yay! Welcome. We are very excited for a very special guest. He is a singer, a songwriter, a social media mogul, uh, a record label founder, but you may know him as the lead singer of Nonpoint. Yeah. Welcome, Elias Soriano. Yeah. Hello. 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 Anything out? Do we get? Do we get everything there? <laughs> I think you knocked it all out for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, you're a cat trainer extraordinaire. Oh, yes, I am. I am a cat whisperer. I I, I am equally as respected as Caesar is with dogs. Perfect. I'm over here with cats. Okay. I knew it. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yes. Yes. And it's not, it's not, I don't, it's not because I really wanted it in my life. It's just because they, they, they listen. I I know right where to touch them. I know right what to say. And they are it's it's insane i have my cat could say good morning no like i'm gonna videotape it i did you know i've been waiting to put my cat on social media because i knew she's gonna outshine me and i didn't want to be outshined from a cat but it's it's time it's really time it's why i wear so much stats dipping then bring her out bring her out totally her her page is just gonna (laughs) i need to see this that's i need to see this for sure so yeah it's hilarious Okay, well, um, so what's new with you? What's going on? What's going on with the band? What's coming up? Uh, lots of new stuff, new music mostly. Um, we're doing, um, we're back in the writing process. Uh, people have been asking. It's been years since we put out a full length. Um, so uh, we're gonna go. It's amazing though. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about some of those songs eventually. I think we're doing a little segment where I'm going to be able to do yeah. uh, this or that, and I, uh-huh. I think I want to touch on those. But um, yeah, we're we're getting new music going, and and um, you know, really getting the creative juices flowing, trying to you know not let it overwhelm you emotionally because it it can sometimes, you know. Um, I don't know why, just the, the switch will either turn on very happy, very sad. And, you know, it's sometimes hard to shut them on and off, um, you know, especially with family and 
you know, all, all the things that you juggle. You spend hours beating your head up against the wall with a song that you really, really, really want to make work. And then you listen to it the next day and you're like, Ugh, I fucking hate it, you know? So it's not um, the same, but I feel that when we're editing our episode, yeah. like, I'll feel like I've just got the perfect sound bite. And then when I'm like listening through it on playback, I'm like, that just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so it's it, not the way I thought it yeah. would, and I'm like, oh, why did I say that? But yeah, it's a it's definitely a process that yeah. uh, you have to treat. Uh, if I could quote um, Rick Rubin, you have to treat it like fishing. You know, you got to enjoy getting out there on the boat and you know the scenery and dropping your line in the water, but you're not always going to come up with fish. I like that. That's very profound. Very profound. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, his outfits and his face oh. show that everything that's going to come out of that man's mouth is probably going to be pretty uh, so revised. Like, yeah. Right? It's a very interesting look. Yeah. But yeah, he's, man, man, he walks in the room, you're like, oh, man, I got to go talk to that guy. Exactly. Right? right? He's not wearing shoes. And he's got a freaking $180,000 Rolex on. I got to go talk to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, I know you have some festivals coming up. One in our hometown, Columbus, up, coming up in May, Sonic Temple. We're stoked that you guys yeah. are going to be there. We cannot wait. So yeah, very excited. We're looking forward to that. Yes, that's going to be unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's going to be festival season for us, uh, springtime. Yeah. Um, we got a couple big festivals. We got Sonic Temple. Uh, we also have Welcome to Rockville uh, that we're doing. Also, uh, Danny Wimmer. Um, yeah. And then uh, Sick New World in, in Vegas. Nice. Yes, that's right. That's oh, that's going to be outrageous. I'm really, I'm jealous. There's a, I know. I know several people that are going, so yeah. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. We're, we're uh, expecting some other offers to come in and, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, they all, uh, they all line up. Yeah. Will you have any extra time in Vegas to, like, just hang out and, like, check out the sphere? Oh, that's um, I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, I do have a friend of mine that has access, so I'm gonna try to to see if I could maybe catch a show there. Yeah, hey. that'd be cool. I know, I really yeah. want to see that. That looks so cool. So, all right. All right. Well, are we ready to jump in the topic? I think we should. Yeah. So, Elias, we picked a very special topic for you. Okay. Right? Jackie, would you rather non or points? Oh, would I rather? Yeah. All right, so we're talking. Right. We're talking music for you, um, songwriting or just whatever yeah. music in general for us. Maybe as fans, would you rather non would be songs more like light, silly, not much meaning, not really a message. Think Psycho Stick, like Obey the Beard. I don't know if you guys know that song, <laughs> but it's one of my faves. Um, mm. Weird Al, stuff like that. Fun songs. Bloodhound Gang, Bloodhound Gang stuff. Point. Yes. Yeah. Point. <laughs> We're talking more songs with meaning, maybe stuff that hits close to home, gives a message, maybe like Widowmaker for you or yeah. just songs that mean a lot yeah. to you. Imagine I've got, yeah. I've got those lyrics tattooed yeah. on me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but before we dive into it, I kind of wanted to ask you a question. Do you think it's possible to have a song that combines both? Um, like, do you ever feel like pressured to write a certain way and you want it to go a different sound or uh no not really i i'm maybe to a lot of our success and and to some of our detriment we we 
you know, Louis, I, I, I choose a subject and a path of lyrics that it, it, it jumps around. It's never, it's really never the same. Um, I, I like to tell stories. So like what a day, um, is a story, uh, alive and kicking is a story. Uh, you know, and then there's, there's what I like to call just stream of consciousness kind of writing that I do that has a subject, but just goes like rap lyrics do, um, you know, uh, so like mind trip are for you know the first song on the first record mind trip and songs like like golden gloves on the new ep mm-hmm. and want to be king where those two song those two songs stemmed from uh, a writing exercise that i i asked the guys to do with me um which i you know i i i encourage people at home if you're writers to do this because it really especially with uh prose and lyrics and, and that kind of stuff, uh, poems, <clears throat> that if if you put up a, a, a timer for about two and a half minutes and then you just put a word on the piece of paper, and I told the guys, I sent them the word gold, okay? And because of that, um, I said, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what comes out of your brain, just write it down, even if it's an incomplete sentence, whatever comes, 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 comes. Um, and those guys, because of their pasts and their life stories being completely different than mine and their educations being different than mine, came from a completely different perspective of yeah. that one word. And two and a half minutes, you can get a lot written down on a piece <laughs> of paper. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Um, and then, for example, like if you listen to Golden Gloves, um, Rob Rivera, my drummer, he's a fan of uh, The Outsiders, the movie The Outsiders, way back in the day. Okay, so when he <laughs> yeah. he saw Gold, he thought Stay Golden Pony Boy. Right. Yeah. yeah, yes. So he wrote Stay Golden and Pony Boy, and I was like, I was like, that's that's great. I never would have thought of Pony Boy. Yeah. Or stay, I, I stay golden seems more, you know, common. So I, I didn't want to. I was, I was stuck on Pony Boy. Yeah. All right. Now you take my bass player. My bass player has a degree in geology. He was a geologist for wow. a while. That's cool. So he saw the word gold and thought about the periodic table and put <laughs> the the symbol A U. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, that's cool. So somebody else wrote, Rob actually wrote Fool's Gold. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And so the first lyric of Golden Gloves, which eventually sounds like a fight song, which I <laughs> wanted it to sound like. The first lyric is, Ayo, Pony Boy gets the last laugh this time, making yeah. fools out of everybody. That's nice. So I cool. so I, I say a yo, but I'm saying a you in the lyric. So I say a yo, pony boy gets the last laugh this time, making fools out of everybody. That's really Midas cool. with the step, panhandle with the left, 
making fools out of everybody. That's so, right. yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, I know. I love so, that. So, so it's, you know, uh, uh, Pony Boy gets the last, last, last time, making fools out of everybody. Minus every step, panhandling the left, because they needed it for blood money. Because somebody said blood, gold, blood money, like somebody put that in. So it's, I just took little things from everybody's stuff and made it poetic sounding. I love it. I that love is, that so much. That's the greatest Mad Lib I've ever heard. Uh, it is like a Mad Lib. <laughs> but everybody had a part in yeah. it. So. I love that. Yeah. But but then you have a song like, I'm trying to think of it off the top of my head here. Um, uh, well, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But that's one that's more of a, I was, I took the story of the Tin Man and, and yeah. the Emerald City's journey and kind of, kind of, you know, took some of the metaphors that are in the movie and then, you know, put them throughout the, the lyrics to kind of give it more of a, um, you know, a, a, a darker meaning behind it. Like um, the second lyric, the second verse goes, I got no horse of any color, yeah. got no mayor, got no any other kind of governance or leadership that I can trust. I got no fool behind some curtain with a Negro bruised and hurting for a lack of confidence and wonderlust. So it's kind of saying that I'm not privileged. I don't have the privilege of the suburbs and the money and all this craziness. I got no horse of any color. I, got, I don't have the Mercedes and, the, and none of that. I got no mayor. Got no. I have no really political heavy support. You know, we're, we're blue collar kind of level yeah. You know, the same thing as all of our fans, which is why we connect with our fans so much. Yeah. So that kind of story I wanted to kind of give to that kind of pretty, you know, walking down the yellow brick road kind of imagery and and make it, uh, you know, connect more with with what people are feeling today. Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, I love it. That's a great song. We uh, we're big fans of anything Emerald City related, with the green and everything. <laughs> we are citizens <laughs> of the Emerald City. We are awesome, 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 we're, awesome. We're yeah, I, I, that that whole concept was fun to play with. We're we're yeah. we're definitely uh, we're yeah. definitely thinking of maybe fooling around with other. You know, maybe not doing a movie, maybe going and doing something else. We just we just like playing with uh, with with something that people connect with already so much and then see it in a, in, you know, in full regalia in front of you. <laughs> I just said the word regalia earlier. Really? I, was like, I was like, regalia. Ooh, <laughs> fancy word. Yeah. It's a mayonnaise word. It's you know what a mayonnaise word is, right? A what word? What? A mayonnaise? A mayonnaise word. What does that mean? No, it's a mayonnaise. It's a word bigger than the word mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mayonnaise like word. superfluous. Oh, oh, I love that one. That's a good one too. And I like hyperbole as I well. That was a good one. Hyperbole. Oh, I love hyper hyperbole. That's even fun to say. Hyperbole. <laughs> hyperbole. I like serendipitous. That's a good one. Ooh, serendipitous. I'm gonna serendipity. Just write this down. That gets a serendipity. Serendipitous. So I love that. Thanks. When uh, you hear it in a song, you'll be like. Oh. 
We'll be, be like, whatever. Sure, Emily. <laughs> Check out the podcast. Well, speaking of, speaking of, let's do some pros for non. So what's a pro for just a silly song, no meaning, just whatever? What yeah, that's that's like Wanna Be King, where where okay. I was just, I, that was the same thing, where I was just taking parts of, of, well, when it comes to fun songs, I would say Million Watts is probably oh. the most oh, fun song in our in our in our catalog right now um but yeah i love it fun. yeah that one's that one's a lot of fun live we opened the last tour with that song nice and the yeah video is fun and, too. the video is yeah cute. i love the video <laughs> that's great. and uh, you know we <laughs> the the four of us really well the five of us the five of us really goof off yeah. you know the four of the guys and myself really we have fun with each other and we, we joke. It's, an, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an all day kind of thing mainly. Um, so, uh, it leaks into the music every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's definitely a pro. And I feel like just not having that pressure to have anything profound to say, just getting out there and just having a good time is. Yeah. You know, I, I asked our fans, um, you know, we were with these last EPs, we were really trying to test some of the ideas that we always wanted to test, you know, when we were under a label, but really didn't were didn't know what it would be like to shock the label with such a like kind of a 180 turn on our sound uh, with songs like Paper Tigers and songs like Wanna Be King, um, you know, going from songs like you know, alive and kicking and your signs and, and, and that kind of stuff. So we definitely got some really positive feedback and we realized that sitting inside of the body of work based on what our fans, you know, said, uh, is that they expect that kind of eclectic mm-hmm. kind of roller coaster ride on a, on a non-point record that they don't expect all the songs to sound the same. Yeah. So that that's kind of what, and it's 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 good because that's basically what we've been trying to do. So, um, you know, at least we're communicating to our fans right, and yeah. we want to make sure that that we keep doing that. Uh, but we did push the boundaries with some of our stuff in the EP, and that stuff is going to live in all of the new music for well, sure. I think as a fan, I really appreciate those like little nuances. Oh that, yeah, you know, we're just. It, it's not the same thing the whole way through. So yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. that. I don't want to yeah, be it's like, emotional the whole show. Like, oh, it's yeah. hitting me. I want some light stuff too. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I like that. Yeah, it definitely gets the crowd engaged uh, more. And we like to set up our records like a show because, you know, you're sitting there, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. And especially if it like slams into something that you're just like, man, this, I can't wait to see this live. That's kind of what we're about. You know, our, our live show is what we, we like to stand on. And, 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 you know, uh, I think that's what people, um, enjoy the most about us is that we go out there and we really perform. There's no, you know, there's no, no extras. It's the five dudes and their instruments out there. Yeah, I love that. What was it? Two years ago, we saw you guys um, with a treu oh, yeah. in uh, Kentucky, Newport, Newport uh, yeah. for my birthday. It was actually on my birthday. So, anyway, awesome. happy birthday to me! I got to see you live. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely we have we have a lot of fun live. 
Yeah. yeah. Would you say it's easier to perform the lighter songs than kind of the heavier emotional stuff? Uh, not always. It it really uh, key notes. Uh, how much I decided to push my range during the lighting writing process. Uh, pace really helps to pacing yourself uh, during the set, setting up the set properly so that way I make sure I'm not like doing um seven songs in a row that have like triplet lyrics that are just back to 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 right. back right and get to breathe. Um, you know, we're we're methodical about the set. So yeah. that way we can make sure that we put on a good show. Nice. Cool. Are there any negatives to doing songs that are just a little bit more frivolous or whatever? Anything that's a little Yeah, what are some more, cons yeah. for that? Yeah, you know, people don't And I'll let me rephrase that. The internet is very critical. Yeah. What? We've never experienced that. No? What? You okay, then maybe it's just me. Um now the the I mean, come on, people, just fucking let your hair down for yeah. two seconds. Yeah. Just lighten up. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Not everything's gonna be a you know, a metal song that you're gonna you know, want to punch somebody in the face too. It's it's not always about that. Sometimes we just want to play a badass riff, and I want to say something, you know, silly that, yeah, that just makes. Yeah, yeah. It's something that I kind of enjoy about hip hop, and why I'm such a huge fan. You know, Fonte is one of my favorite lyricists, and and if 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 you're just a fan of of, of smart words, I would say that that is. He is by far the the most clever lyricist that I've ever heard in my absolutely hands down in my life. The most clever. He he says so. Lyrics. Uh, he talks about his lyrics being habit farming. Uh, habit forming. His lyrics are hair raising. It's okay. like rabbit farming. You know, it's like. He, you know, it's 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 doing double, triple entendres, and and you know his his lyrical cadence and where he drops his rhymes. I I I definitely set my bar that high, and it loses some people sometimes. Um, but you know, I'll quote Rick Rubin again. It really <laughs> is not fucking about you know, who's listening. It's about, you know, how good I feel about it and how strong I feel about it and how much I can wear it on my chest when I perform. Sure. Yeah. And, and sometimes I want to fucking flex and I know motherfuckers can't do half the shit that I do. So I want to do that shit. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, what's life all about, but not to be able to flex when you can. So, so, uh, so, you know, I, I look at other artists and what they do and I and I revel in it. You know, um uh Dryden from Alien Ant Farm and watching that dude just just paint his voice on a canvas is 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 amazing to watch. Um, you know, Anthony Green from Circus Survive, another just a dude that just seems like he just effortlessly just with lyrics and you know, uh, core choices and, um, a lot of times where they go, 
it's and and um best way i can explain that is is you know there's there's a a, a rhythm of of keys that you'll feel in a song like a taylor swift song or those regular old songs that you know where it's about to go yeah yeah note wise lyric wise you know where it's about to go Mm -hmm. there's and then there's people like anthony green and and dryden and you know uh you know chino and maynard and people that just go places that you you wouldn't think to go but just feels so right Mm-hmm. I feel that way with um, John Mess lyrics from Dance, oh, Gavin Dance. So big. That's like, a good example. His lyrics, yeah. but it, like they're tomato basil soup. That's a lyric in a song. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did I just hear? <laughs> His lyrics yeah. are outrageous. And I yeah. That's a good example. Now, granted, there's there's people in the pop world that that know how to take simple ideas and simple lyrics and still be poetic with them, like you know off the top of my like Coldplay like I know bad example the fact that I even know it but I'm just saying Coldplay knows how to how to take a lyric like like I want to live life and oh and always be cool Mm -hmm. and never be cruel like like simple lyrics like that that anybody could write down I want to live life and be good to you it's like that those those two lyrics back to back on paper sound simple, but when he's going, I wanna live life and never be cruel. I wanna live life and be good to you. It's like that kind of like Did Elias dancing. Did Elias just serenade us? You know what I mean? But it's like <laughs> but but you know, it's like that kind of understanding of melody with simplicity is still something that can be accomplished, and something artistic, yeah. and that just shines can be achieved. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you that songs are so much more than just the lyrics. It's the delivery makes such a difference. You know. Yeah, the notes, the the cadence, where it's yeah. it, you know. The, the definition of sound is not only what's happening, it's when it's not happening. Music yeah. is, is, is sound and the absence of sound. Those deadening stops that happen before a breakdown happens in a, you know, ah, a freaking Parkway part. Drive song. Or it's, I literally got good. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, and that is an actual science. Those, that, that heart mind to auditory connection is what you're feeling right now. It's, it, it doesn't always just happen with a cool music moment. It happens with like someone saying something that connects with, connects with you. So if you can do that and make it musical, holy shit, you're going to be a monster. Oh my gosh. I love this conversation. Yeah, this is, this is great. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? I feel. Let's move on to more. Is it all going to be in my ebook? <laughs> I touch on all this stuff. I'm going to be touching on all this stuff. People have been pushing me. My friend Chris Kurtz. Shout out to Chris Kurtz. Um, you know, I have these conversations all the time. Media twist. Media twist. 
great marketing company, amazing marketing company. They literally changed my entire business model. Um, yeah, but you know, he, he, he pushed me. He was like, you, you know, you have a lot of these interviews where I hear you spitting some knowledge that I don't hear in other interviews, man. You should, you should really write, even if it's something small that people can digest and yeah. do multiple volumes. He was like, I, I, I really see that in your future. I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to do one. <laughs> so I started and I, and I, and I'm going to be putting out one next month. Oh my gosh. Wow. Add that well, to your resume. Yeah. Put it on the Absolutely. list. Wow. That's, that's cool. Uh, you yeah. mentioned the media company. If there's any, um, if there's any links you want us to include in the show notes, just send them to us in yeah. a message and we can, um, get those out there. So that's awesome. absolutely. Yay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I got, I have a lot of people in my circle and in my think tank and, uh, that, that I bounce ideas off and, and, and really help me scale and, and, and do things smart. That's awesome. That's great. Shall we move on to the next? So songs with a point. Songs that are closer to your heart, more meaningful, maybe put it, trying to get a, a message out there to your fans. What are some pros for those kind of songs? Uh, Generation Idiot, uh, songs like that, songs like Bullet with a Name, you know, that was during the first real bad financial crisis. Um, you know, just getting getting people through all that stuff. Um, and and it, Really, what I try to do with songs like that, songs like The Reckoning, um, I try to put what I I can feel it coming from other people uh, with their posts and with their with my conversations with them that 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 they want to say it, but they can't say it. Right. So I say it for them. The voice. As much as. You give it your family. I love that. Yeah, as much as I can. But still making sure that, again, it's something that I can kind of wear on my chest. Right. Yeah. Well, I love that you can speak to those that don't have as loud of a voice, but you also make sure that it's something that you can stand behind. It's not just uh, yeah, something you believe in. Yeah. Too. It's not just throwing it out for the sake of throwing it out there. Yeah. 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 Like things like your... Um, the video that you guys did during COVID with all the first responders, which by the way, she, she worked, she's a nurse and she worked in a COVID shelter during all that. So like for me, that video really spoke to me because just seeing all of those people and, and just knowing everything that they went through and knowing that like she literally had to like get into a hazmat suit every day before work. It just, it really, yeah, there was too much, man, there was so much uncertainty and, um, yeah. And people were just tired. Everybody was tired. And, yeah. uh, yeah. um, but, but there was that, like, try, please don't, tr don't give up moment in my, in our conversations internally yeah. that we, we were at the time we had just gone dark right before in, in, you know, at, in the new year, we had just gone dark. So the shutdown hadn't happened. So yeah. when it happened, at that point, we were highly engaged with our fan base and we weren't planning on coming back until we could drop our release. And our release was attached to a tour that now was not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to pivot yeah. hard. We had to figure out something. And we just started opening our ears and listening to our fans and they weren't being appreciated and they sounded like they were tired. So I wanted to motivate and let them know that they were appreciated. 
Oh, I, I mean, and that's how I, we did so it. I, that's, that's what I got from it. So I think you did a really good yeah. job with that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Thank thanks. you. <laughs> well, thanks for working so hard during that crazy ass moment. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Seriously. So what about, um, what does it feel like cathartic for you when you write a song that has like that real special connection internally or. Yeah. I, I, it, yes. Yes. Um, and it, it, it can be a double-edged sword. Sometimes it's a reliving it moment. And then sometimes it, it, uh, it becomes bigger than that moment. Okay. So you're able to, to digest it more often. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, uh, I guess when you have, when you have it and it, it is now become a song, it feels almost like you can like <laughs> separate yourself. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan that. No, totally, totally. You didn't even plan it, but that was good. You, I, I did that it's quick. That's good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you feel like there are any negatives though to doing a song? That any cons to really yeah in there? Sometimes it opens the wound a little bit too much, and you can't even do the song. Like yeah. Widowmaker, I can't yeah. do that song. You can't do that. That song's that song's. That song's for lack of a better word, buried. I, I cannot do that song. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That could be hard. That could be hard. I can that was on my cons list. It's yeah. probably harder to perform something that's so emotional um, or hits a little too close to home. Yeah. So I can a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate that, you know, like that you can write that music, but then like just having it is, is for you. But I think that's why I did it. Yeah. I think that's why it happened is because I needed to do it. Yeah. I really needed to write. I needed to, to finally kind of like yeah. deal with that. Right. So All of it. feel like writing the song was healing, even though you don't perform it. Yeah. I had to, you know, I was, I was basically digging through those memories. Yeah. yeah. The good and the bad. Ones. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, my, my stepfather was, was, was an ex-Marine. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that was, uh, it was, it was a, it was, it was a very strict upbringing. Yeah. You know. Imagine my dad was military. He was in the Navy, but so I get the, I get the strictness. Strictness. My kids sometimes tell me I'm strict. I'm like, you don't know strict. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up in a very tough neighborhood. Uh, my stepfather was the only uh, Caucasian guy within what I think was 11 block radius of my house. Yeah. If you can imagine. Um, so I, uh, I grew up in a very tough neighborhood. Yeah. And I had to walk to school every day. Ooh. So, you know, it <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was Florida, so it was hot. It was like 180 okay. <laughs> degrees. It was like I could cook an egg on my forehead, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but uh, but it uh, you know, it it definitely molded me. Yeah, I, I I've 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 had to wear a lot of hats 
in, in my entire life. And, and I've dealt with a lot of very, uh, big personalities and, um, a lot of tough years that were, were scary. You know, my, my high school was the first school in uh, Florida that had metal detectors. Really? Yeah. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. My graduating class, I believe was 1300 kids. Oh, wow. So you're going to, it's, it's, it was a big school. It's a big school and it's only grown. Um, two big magnet programs, one being a computer magnet program, high tech, uh, robotics, so on and so forth. And the other one being performing arts. And I literally went from one to the other. Yeah. Wow. So with the class size that big, how did you, like, how did you find a way to like make a name for yourself or to stand out? Or did you not do that until after? Nah. No, I told jokes to make sure that I didn't get targeted. That's that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, you 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 try to you know nobody wants to beat up a funny guy. Yeah, and then I did sports to make sure that I was physically fit and and you know that I could. You know, it's a, it's a big city. It's like growing up in New York, growing up in South Florida. So you know you're you're just because it's got the Caribbean kind of like weather and atmosphere. Um, it's still, it's still hard knocks. And, and, you know, I, I, I honestly wouldn't have, wouldn't have chose any other way to grow up. I really, I really don't. I, I have a full scope yeah. of America, 100% full scope of what America is, all its ugly parts and all of its most beautiful parts from, you know, uh, just, just, I've, 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 shared tables conversations and hard topics with every single culture and i got to at a very young age because we were all around each other it was like we were all asking ourselves the questions that we're still asking ourselves now and it was funny because we were all wondering it's like why is all this shit happening and it and it was like, we're not fighting. What's what's going on here? Why is there so much? You know, it's like that conflict that you 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 see really only comes from bad days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, having a bad day and it going fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, and people not having the emotional stability to, to get through those bad days. Yeah. That's that's really what it boiled down to. And at a young age in a big city, you learn that quick. I'm sure. I I feel like there's a lot of people that need to learn that lesson still today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I think we all are, but. I'm still learning. Yeah. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. I can honestly say that so much has changed since I was a kid that, you know, I don't fault any of the uh, anxiety, the, um, the uh the the almost protective wall that youth has put around themselves because uh the internet ain't friendly did i mention that did i did i did i bring that up already the internet ain't friendly it's true no i different definitely a different time from when we were kids yeah and the three of us we're all like the same age and it's it is a really different upbringing from what we grew up with to like what our kids and, and your daughter are living. It's a, it's a very strange dynamic to try to help them navigate the pros and cons of the world. And it's like, you have a completely different toolbox than I had. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's more of the fact that they have sharper tools that are ready and available that they can shoot across 
an internet line that can do some damage to somebody that they shouldn't be, that they wouldn't be so bold face to face with. Oh yeah. True. For sure. So that's, that's what, that I feel like is the biggest issue in, in the internet is, is the fact that people, people get very brave and, and they don't know what kind of damage they do just by, you know, putting up a quick comment that they forget about for the next 10 days, but somebody is living in their head for the next 10 years. And it's, yeah. it's not fair to kind of, you know, stab with those kind of tools if you don't have to. Yeah, I, you know. I agree. Well, we're glad, right. we're glad you're stabbing us with um, your lyrics. Your lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I, li- That's I like to do, yeah, I, I like to lyrically stab. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, do you have anything else to add or? No, I've just been liking this conversation. Yeah. So. But we we do have to pick. You have to pick. We yeah. have to pick. If you had to only choose one type of way to write songs, listen to music, whatever, yeah. would you rather non or point? Uh, so always stay fun or always stay serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would think I would always stay serious. And the only reason why is because I, I, because I'm, I, I care about what I have to say. And even in a fun way that I think about it as I hope I've proven with my lyrics that I, I care about what I say, even when I may take the Coldplay route and say it simply that there's still a reason and there's always a reason. So okay. I'm taking the point. Yeah. point. What do you, what do you say, Jack? I'm also going point. I feel like um, the meaning is the meaning. The meaning is the point the sound can be whatever, you know? So your song can have like a silly bouncy, but a deep meaning or, uh, you know, heavy lyrics and upbeat music or, or upbeat music and down. I just, I feel like the, the, the lyrics are the point and that's what really matters. Like where it, where it, what, what it makes you feel. Yeah. Well, as much as I love, uh, Glory Hole by Steel Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys so much. But oh. I'm also going to go with points because I, everything you guys just yeah. said, I don't have to reiterate, but yeah, I love when a song makes me feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, you've cried. We've cried at concerts. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Concert. Foo Fighters. Yeah. We're not even talking about it, but um, no. I, I love those, th- those songs that make me feel or I can relate to or mm-hmm. whatever, everything we said. So yeah. Point, point, all three. Three, point, three points. Three points. Three pointer. Isn't uh? Isn't three <laughs> points? Isn't three points love? Is it love? Or no, that's one point. I don't know. Whatever. Points of what? Three points of love. Or, wait, are you secretly in the Illuminati? <laughs> <I've heard>? No. <laughs> of okay. course not. <laughs> well, no, I'm not at all. <laughs> so, not at all. So something not we at do at the end of every show is a surprise. Would you rather for? us and now for you mm-hmm. we're gonna move to the sillier side so yeah. we have a little fun would you rather for you elias okay okay um so you have great hair epic mm-hmm. long beautiful glorious hair mm-hmm. would you rather have to cut all your hair off gone shave it shave it done no hair or you tuck all that hair up in a clown wig and full clown regalia on stage on stage every time for a year for one year no hair for one year one year no hair at all you know what i feel like i feel like 
I'd pull the Fred Durst and just wear a damn wig. <laughs> All right. I'm, well, I'm, 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 I'm not cutting these clown at Sonic Temple. Yeah, you have to do this. That's the rules. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm clowning it up. Sonic Temple. You'll see me. Yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, I think I would shave my head. You're gonna shave your head. Well, she hates clowns, yeah. so she's terrified of clowns. <laughs> I'm not doing the clown. If I do the clown, you're not gonna want to hang out with me. So you have to shave your head. I too. can't shave my head. Well, we do the red thing. You know, you look red looks good yeah. on me. You know? It does. I'm it doing does. clown. Sorry. Okay. Love, love you, clown. All right. Well, we had to <laughs> here at some point, but I'm not a rock star on stage, so that's true. I just play one in my mind. We just. Play I feel stage. like my fans would forgive me. I'm yeah. sure they would. I'm <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, would. they'd still love you. Yeah. I mean, think it would be like one of those, um, there's no such thing as bad press. Just think about all of the hashtag Alliance of the Clown. What? Like, what? <laughs> well, I don't have to do the face. I just do oh, the, the whole, whole thing. Outfit and everything. Oh, yeah. You missed what? Out. Yeah. The whole outfit. <laughs> you know oh, outfit. no. No, I can't do that. I'll shave my head, y'all. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be big shoeing it. Are you kidding me? I was, just, I was just about to say maybe we could let you have regular shoes because we don't want you to get hurt on yeah. stage. But at least the outfit and the wig and the nose. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna ask my fans if they would. I'm gonna ask my fans in my story if they would. I would say, hey, I was asked on on this podcast. Yes, yes. please do. All right, I love it. I will. I shall. I shall. Do you have anything that you want to promote or give a shout out to before we call it a day? Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of touring in the spring. So uh, I'd say most certainly follow us on our socials. I believe we're putting out a Valentine's Day shirt. So for the couples, if you want to hook up your favorite non-point, with a nice non-point shirt. Oh, yeah. uh, we're, I believe we're, we're getting one of those up in time. Um, uh, also to, uh, next month I'll be dropping my ebook. Uh, I'm also part of a, uh, up and coming catalog company that is trying to place independent artists and people that own their publishing into film and television, uh, easier, uh, and still retain a, a majority, if not all of their rights. So that's check awesome. out Boombox Apocalypse and, um, uh, that's about it, man. Much love y'all. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And uh, now we are going to do our Patreon Would You Rather. So this one will not be in the episode. It will just be for our fan club members. Yeah, so if you want to see this, people watching, join our Patreon. Yep. I'd fart if I had one loaded right now for y'all, man. I would. We had an episode early on called um, Beer or Liquor. And I had a fart on deck. And rather than like try to hide it, I I moved the mic to my ass and I farted directly into it. It's the loudest. And you gained. <laughs> and every single person listening was like, "Follow." Yep. We we <laughs> at least every it. dude was. Yeah. We used it as our cold open for our show that that episode. Mm -hmm. So <gasps> it was great. Thank you. It was great. She, she oh can my oh standing my. ovation for Jackie's farts. Standing up for that one, girl. You gotta love a good fart. You gotta love a good fart. All right, well, first lady after my own heart, like for real. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank I you so much. I know this was a long time coming, but I'm glad we were able to make our schedules work. We really appreciate you being on. Yeah, indeed. Thanks for having me, girls. Yeah.
Well, thank we you. love you. We can't wait to see you out on the road yeah. and see you. Love, love you too. Bye. Bye, y'all. Wow. Oh my gosh. So fun. What an episode. What a day. <laughs> right? I, I cannot with you. <laughs> that was that was good. That's really good. Thanks. Uh that episode was really good. A little different than what we usually do, but yeah. we hope you enjoyed it. Uh did you come here for Elias? Or have you been following us all along? Either way, we're really glad you came and we hope that you stay tuned to the end of this episode for a word from our business sponsor, Nathan Collins. Because uh, this episode has everything. It has commercials. Uh, serenades. <laughs> you got a st standing ovation. You got writing credits on the next Nonpoint song. Yeah. If you hear serendipitous in an upcoming Nonpoint song. That's all her. Me. That's all her. That's <laughs> all her. And you know who's all of us? Who? The OTT. <gasps> the Off the Tongue Podcast Network. That is our family yes. of fellow podcasters. Mm -hmm. And that includes the original Copycats podcast, the OCP. The It's Funny, That Makes It Okay podcast. Teach a Dummy podcast. Skate Ohio. And your girls, the Greener Grass podcast. Yes. Check all of them out. They are all awesome and we love them. Yeah. And you can check them out by hitting up our show notes where we have links to all of the shows all of our merchandise, all of our social media, our business sponsor, Nathan Collins, and then a few things that Elias gave a little shout-out to. Mm -hmm. We'll add those into the show notes, too. Yes, lots of shout-outs. And please check us out every Monday for a new episode. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Looking for a newer used car? Of course you are. Well, look no further. Nathan Collins at Spitzer Motors of Mansfield has you covered. Located on 4th in downtown Mansfield, Nathan has a deal for you. Good credit? Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Nice. Come pick out a shiny new ride and keep it shiny with free car washes for the life of the car. What? The life? Mm-hmm. Well, when your new set of wheels starts turning heads, tell them where you got it. If they go and buy a new car from Nathan, you're going to get $100 cash money in what? your pocket. Whoa. Can you believe that? Awesome. Yeah, and that's not all. You'll also get a lifetime unlimited powertrain warranty on new cars. Mm. Nathan has got you covered. That's Spitzer Motors on 4th and Mansfield. Ask for Nathan Collins and tell him the Greener Grass podcast sent you. Call or text Nathan today at 419-961-4581. More details in the show notes. This is an off-the-tongue podcast.